0: Welcome to Relatable Rhetoric. I'm your host, Adrienne Robertson, and on this show, I drop you into real-life stories of wifehood, parenthood, and life as a Black woman. Every episode holds a mirror up to women's lives to find ways to avoid burnout. It's a mix of sarcasm, unending topics we can all relate to, and reassuring reminders that women can find their strides. happy Monday. Welcome back. I hope you had a great weekend. I am coming to you with a topic right off the cuff. I had some prayer time this morning and received some things that I want to share and I hope it encourages you. But I also want to add that I don't have a ton of notes or five tips or steps for you to take. This is really just a moment of encouragement for you. And I hope that uh, it will help you out today and throughout this week. So I want to talk briefly about this idea of seeking safety. And this came about when I was thinking about all of the feelings and emotions I've been having lately and how I kind of feel like I'm in this state of panic mode and not because I'm truly worried of any like imminent danger but because I'm feeling all these ways that I haven't felt before and I don't really know what to do with those feelings so I feel them and what I've been telling myself is like I'm, I'm trying my best to weather this to weather this storm um, and to really just allow myself to feel my feelings. And that's actually an episode that I recorded earlier on season one. So if you haven't listened to it, I definitely recommend Feel Your Feelings. It's really good. And so I've been trying to do that. And I've been trying to check in on myself and really just assess what is going on inside of me Um as I am going through um, this process. Now, when I say process, I am doing individual therapy and I'm also doing group therapy. Um, And it's a lot of it is around understanding my mindset and my self-worth and self-love and how my upbringing has played a part in that, my relationships have played a part in that, my self-talk has played a part in that and moments of shame Vulnerability, uh, fear, um, how all of those things have played a part in how I view myself, and really learning what that is to begin with, but then unlearning the things that aren't helped that aren't healthy. Sorry, um, the things that are detrimental to my growth because I am really wanting to push myself to grow in this season of my life, and. It is very hard to do that when you're stuck in yesteryear. It's, it's really hard to do that when you are focused on um, what you could have done, um, who you know may have done something to you to throw you off course, um, what your parents did, what happened to you, um, and it's really easy to point the blame, to really find you know ways to to justify your actions today. But to be very honest with yourself is to say that, yes, some things have happened to me, but I then am responsible for the response that I had. And so the response that I had is um, mine to own, and I have to be accountable for that. And so today, I cannot continue to make excuses for um, the reasons why I haven't grown or the things that I've done. Um, that I'm not pleased with because I played a part in that, and so now today I can make a choice to do something different and create a new pattern and create new habits and healthy habits. All right, that was a mouthful, but I really wanted you to understand why you're, you're like this process, what process. So that's you know what I'm I'm going through just personally, and I don't I definitely don't mind sharing that and encourage everyone to kind of go on that journey. As you grow to really understand where you are, why you're there, and then how you can um, grow and evolve from that. So, in my prayer time, you know, I've been feeling this feeling of of just weathering this storm that I'm in, right? Because that's what it feels like. And I struggle because I'm a strategizer, I'm a planner, I'm a person who is, you know, feet to the ground trying to figure out the next move, preparing for the next move. I'm 10 steps ahead in my life and in my my mind. I am like, all right, I am by September of this year, this is what I want to be doing. So even though it's February, every move that I'm making now is lending itself to that September outcome. So I am oftentimes not living in the now. I am preparing for later. And the Holy Spirit revealed something to me. He said, you say you're weathering this storm and it feels like a storm, right? Well, when you think about natural disasters, when storms hit, no help is coming. No uh, repair is going to happen during the storm. You can't repair damage while the storm is happening. When the storm is happening, your main priority is to seek safety. And that metaphor can be applied to our lives. When you feel like you're in a storm, that is not the time to try to strategize or plan or think ahead or overthink at all really your one priority is to seek safety. You can problem solve later because it is going to be very hard to understand all of the damage done, right? Like when when there's a tornado or a hurricane, you don't really know what the damage is until it's done, until the storm has passed. And that can give you an idea of what you need how much of it you need, how many people need to come to help, how many people need to come to rescue, how many casualties casualties were there, how many people are injured, only then can you really assess the situation. But you can't make it to the other side to assess the situation if you don't make it. So in those seasons of great storm, your main goal, you got one job, That's to seek safety. And you're like, okay, what you talking about? You know, all right, Adrian, which metaphor? seek a safety, what you talking about? (laughs) Again, the Holy Spirit said, where does your safety come from? Adrian, where, when you are truly seeking refuge, where do you get that from? God. My safety is in him. Because everything around me can be uncertain and in many times will be uncertain. It's completely out of my control because we know that control is an illusion. (laughs) But yes, so you seek God because he is the constant. He is the certainty. He is the one who sees the storm. He's above the clouds looking down. He sees that it's it's really only about a mile long. You know, this this storm in about 10 minutes is going to pass. And for you, that 10 minutes could be a week. It could be a month. It may be even be a year. But he knows exactly what's happening and he knows exactly what you need. And so instead of trying to figure it all out, especially while things are flying through the air, while things are off the ground, before the dust even settles, and you're trying to do this and do that and do this and do this, and and you feel that you are unraveled, right? You feel that there's a storm happening, but you're so determined to try to control the outcome that you put yourself in harm's way. You, in some ways, can cause more damage by not seeking safety. So seek that safety in him, in God. Rest in knowing that he is all-powerful, he is all-knowing, he is all-seeing, and he is all-loving. And so anything that you need when all of the dust settles, it'll be there. But for now, love on God and love on you. What you need right now is love, you need reassurance, you need consolation, you need rest. And all of those things you can do naturally for yourself, you know, by being still, that concept of let me be still and know that he is God. Let me not be a busybody, but let me be still and really take from this what I need to take from it and really assess my feelings. But then also... All of those things are in God. And when it's when it's coming from him, it's in abundance. It's in ex- excess. It's, you know, overflowing. The kind of rest that you can't get from a 10-hour uh, sleep. The kind of rest that you can't get from taking a vacation. The kind of rest that you can't get from putting your phone on do not disturb or uh, taking some melatonin. The kind of joy that no person can give you, or no activity can give you, or no party or no event or no Netflix show can give you the kind of joy that is eternal. The kind of peace that is say, that says, yes, things are flying left and right. It looks like it's gonna take me out, but I am calm. And I know that God is going to handle this. And I know that he is going to protect me along the way. Seek safety. Problem solve later. Because again, it's going to be much easier to see what it is that you need to do when the dust settles. If you don't even really know what you're feeling in the situation, how can you come to your own rescue? If you don't know that the feelings you feel are of abandonment and all you see is on the outside is, is um, anger or you see um, yourself running, you're trying to um, pack up, move, quit a job, um, block your phone, you know, block people from your phone. If, if you're just looking at the external behaviors, and not really understanding why you're doing those things, then you're really not attacking the real problem head on. And you're likely to repeat it because you aren't tuning in. And in order to tune in, you gotta be still. Let that storm within you run its course. And when the dust settles, and you've checked in and you've assessed what's going on in you, how you're feeling. You've gone to God. You've seek, you know, sought him for the peace and the joy and the love and the healing that you need, the comfort that you need throughout that storm to know that he's got you. Now you can look up and say, all right, I realized I was struggling from feelings of abandonment. And that is what was causing me to act, you know, so rashly. But I was reminded that God would never leave me or forsake me. And I was reminded that I could walk through the valley of the shadow of death and not fear any evil because he's with me. I was reminded that God is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I was reminded that he has ordered my steps I was reminded that he is ever with me. And so with that, I now have the reassurance to know that people can leave. People can come and go. I can't control who left me before. And guess what? I can't control who's going to leave me in the future, but I will always have everything that I need. So now when I take a step forward, I can take a step forward with confidence, in god i can take a a step forward in grace and self-forgiveness to know that yeah i made some mistakes and i reacted rashly in my moments of fear of abandonment but i forgive myself for that and now i can move forward freely Knowing that not only have I forgiven myself, but God has forgiven me and he's still with me and he will be with me tomorrow and he will be with me next week and he will be with me in the next storm and the next storm and and so forth and so so on. (laughs) But you, you struggle to arrive to that place when you're constantly moving, you're busy, busy, busy during the storm. Seek safety, sis seek safety sis and that safety is there in the storm that safety is there in the calm that safety is there when you're thriving that safety is there when you are worried that you're going to abandon yourself that safety is always there that's the beauty of this that that is such oh such a beautiful thing when God revealed that to me I'm like okay And so, yeah, that is um, really what I got. I, you know, God gave me a few other things that, um, I don't know, I think instead of doing the why didn't they tell us, I may share these these three things that he also shared with me. Um, but yeah, I, I, I had to, to come on here and encourage you today. Um, you don't have to have it all figured out. Matter of fact, you don't have to try to figure it out because in that safety god can can give you the answers that you're looking for but instead of seeking safety we seek the answers and god is like if you seek this safety and you come to me i can give you the answers and you'll be safe and you'll be taken care of and you will be filled and you will be loved and i can give you everything that you need to weather this storm and maybe even see that this storm isn't really a storm. And that right there, that could preach. How many storms in our lives are really not storms, but God just orchestrating a change. And before I talk more on that, because that's kind of getting to these other things that uh, he shared with me, I am going to um, take a brief pause. We'll come back and I will share those, those other things. All right, so as promised, I'm going to give you these other little tidbits from my prayer moments, and then I'm going to let you go. (laughs) So um, the first thing is that you can't expect change without changing. So a lot of times, especially... during transitional times in our lives we'll go to god and when i'm saying we but I'm, I'm coming from a personal place again this came from my prayer time so instead of saying i i i sometimes i like to say we um but just know this this is um me preaching to the choir as i always say so a lot of times in our lives we will go to god and want change we we don't like where we are we don't like what's happening we don't um want to stay in the same place and we'll pray for change or or even just desire it right and then as change happens we're we're taken back and we're like wait a minute (laughs) this ain't easy uh this ain't fun and god you know revealed to me in the moment i was having very similar to that that you can't expect change in your life without changing and that is really internalizing the change so we want things on the outside to change but a lot of times those things don't change until the inside change in uh inside changes and if we aren't careful to really focus on changing inside we can break our backs to change our external but it will end up looking exactly the same way in due time. So to avoid that and avoid those patterns from creeping up again, you really have to be open to changing you. And in some scenarios, changing you changes your perspective, which helps you to see that maybe the external isn't what needs to change. Maybe it was always you who needed to change. So before you go, you know, are so quick to say, oh God, fix this, change this, do this, ask yourself, are you willing to change? Are you willing to embrace changing within you? Changing your perspective, changing how you've done things, changing how you've seen things, changing how you've showed up for you and allow God to show up for you in the way that he sees fit. Are you willing to relinquish control of the outcome. And this came about in my prayer time because um, I have been feeling unraveled um, through a lot, all of my therapy sessions and just a lot of the reflection I'm doing. um, I feel all over the place. You know, a lot of emotions, a lot of just, it feels messy. You know, it just feels like I'm putty. I'm just unraveling. That is probably the best word that I could come up with. Um, And I said that in my prayer time and God said, you know, you feel unraveled, um, because I am undoing. God is undoing everything that you did so that I can unveil what I've already done. And that was create a fearless and uninhibited you. You were perfect. I say were, but you know, God created us perfectly imperfect. And He created us to walk boldly in the call that he designed for our lives he created us to live in fullness of ourselves and to live freely and to love without bounds but you know we throughout the years throughout life throughout struggles throughout upbringing throughout parents and friends and relationships we then become this mold that we've created ourselves. And God is saying, I'm unraveling all of that. Just like we hear this term of unlearning things, we have to be willing to unlearn the things that we've learned and picked up over the years to walk into a higher self, a higher version of ourselves. But you can't do that if you aren't willing to change, if you aren't willing to break down who you've been. If you want to remodel your bathroom, you can't expect the contractors to come in and start building this beautiful bathroom on top of what's there. They have to rip that stuff out. They have to remove the floorboards. They have to do demos to the walls. They have to pull down Uh, wallpaper they have to strip it bare and that's something i think that we are afraid of right of being bare of being exposed of being vulnerable and seen but god is saying you put all these layers because you you you're trying to be seen and be beautiful and be heard and 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 take care of you the best you knew how but what if i told you when all those things are stripped away that you are beautiful what happens when those floorboards are pulled up and we see that wood that that natural wood that was in that home from the very beginning come through what happens when I when when the walls are pulled down and we can now see raised ceilings with beautiful wood beams? What happens when the, all that stuff is stripped away and we see exposed brick in all its glory? What if I told you you were beautiful without all those things you thought you needed to be beautiful? Mm, I feel you, Holy Spirit. Y'all about to preach in here. I feel him so fearful of being seen when god is saying you don't even know what you hold you've been hiding your beauty and you thought that you were bringing it forth and so that's why you feel unraveled and what if i told you that that was the point what if i told you that you being unraveled is exactly what i want because I don't want you to attach yourself to this identity you created for yourself. That's not who I created for you. And that leads me to the third thing. Stop attaching your identity to external things. That's why we can sometimes get feel so lost. So personal thing, you know, I moved from Indianapolis. I'm now in Virginia. I feel disconnected from Indianapolis, but I don't also don't feel connected to Virginia. So I have moments of feeling just lost. I'm like, you know, where is, you know, what I can call home, right? Just personally, not physically in, in the city, but just I'm such a community person. I've always wanted to have, you know, friends near, a church home, um, you know, be connected with my kids' school and family. And I haven't really established that here, so I feel very lost. And God said, hey, stop attaching your identity to external things. Your identity, home, if, if that's what you want to call is where you go. It's wherever you go. You can move to Santorini, Greece. And guess what? Your identity is coming with you. Who I created you to be is coming with you. But if you never allow yourself to own your identity in God, then you are going to feel lost because you've placed your identity in living in this state, living in this city, going to this church, um, having uh, these people live nearby. And that's not where your identity lies. It's within me and I am everywhere and in everything, and I am in you. So as long as you have me, you have identity. You have home, you have safety, and then you can embrace change because change is only bringing forth that identity that I have already placed in you. It's perfecting that. If you were to stay the same, there is no growth. If a baby comes in this world and never change, when is it blossoming? When is he growing? When is he learning to crawl and walk and hold things and talk and run? Beautiful things, but it's change. Still growing to be that, Man or woman that God has designed him to be, but changing all the way. All right, y'all. I don't want it to preach in (laughs) mode. I hope um, that that has encouraged you. I really, really do. God, you know, I had that moment and and every time I have moments like that during prayer, I'm like, oh, God, I want to share. I want to share. And I'm sure he's like, oh, great. That's that's the point. However, I need you to sit with this for a moment. So I I did have to sit with it um, and really take it in myself. Um, But I'm glad to be able to share this with you. And it's funny because I have so many notes on other topics. (laughs) This is not what I was planning to talk about uh, this week. But that's okay because now I have notes. You guys can hear my paper crinkling. I have notes for the next coming uh, episodes. I have some, some, uh, an episode for my content creators, um, and I also have a couple books I want to share with you that I've been reading that I'll do on one of my drop-in episodes. Um, but yeah, I, I this one uh, couldn't couldn't really sit on this one too long, and and I hope that. It really fuels you on today, on this this good Monday, and I just wish you had have, have an awesome week. You know, I wish the best possible week for you, um, and and that you know that no matter what storm comes your way, you have what you need in you to weather that storm. But more importantly, seek safety. Seek safety, and your safety is always in God. You can problem solve later. All right. I hope that you will meet me right back here next time on Relatable Rhetoric. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll check out other episodes and more importantly, find your strides, sis.